Welcome to the Ultimate Insurance Agency Podcast. Planet of the Agents. Planet of the Agents. Where we give you the real scoop on being an insurance agent and running an agency. This show is all about helping you focus on earning more money as an agent and building your own insurance empire. Empire. Here's your industry-leading host who has generated tens of thousands of insurance leads. This is Dave Baker. Is your insurance agency primarily focused on personal lines? Well, if you're thinking about getting into more commercial lines and selling more business insurance, then this is the episode for you. Because in today's episode, I'm going to discuss three easy ways to start marketing commercial insurance to new customers. Now, there are probably thousands of ways you can do it, but I want to talk about three that are easy to get started with. Then you can work on growing your commercial insurance business. Why is this such a hot topic right now? Maybe it's because it feels like personal lines is getting harder and harder and harder. I don't hear a lot of people telling me how much fun they're having with home insurance, auto insurance, motorcycle insurance, or similar products. So it's time to maybe change your mindset. Time to use some of those appointments you have to sell other products so that you can continue to grow and sustain your business. Remember, sustainability has another meaning, okay? It means keeping yourself and your agency in business for the long term. So on today's episode of Planet of the Agents, that's what I'm going to talk about. Three easy ways to market commercial lines to new customers and to help build your book of business. So you can hear it in my voice. You hear how excited I am. I love talking about insurance. I love property and casualty insurance. So sit down, buckle up, get ready, because here we go. Hello, everybody. It's your host here, Dave Baker, host of Planet of the Agents. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening on a podcast, the most important thing you can do first before I get started is subscribe. So don't forget to click that little plus button, click the little bell, click the little heart, click something so that you get notified every time I put out a new episode of Planet of the Agents. Now, of course, I know you probably already signed up, but make sure if you have not to go to planetoftheagents.com and sign up for my newsletter. That's where you get some more exciting info because I know that you sit around each week just waiting for a new episode to come out, but you just wish you could do something even more to get involved. And the best way to do that is to sign up for the newsletter. Of course, you can also click the contact me button. There is a contact button right on the webpage. If you have some questions you'd like me to address on the show, please just let me know. Okay, let's dive in. You ready? Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, you could see me make the diving motion. Okay. So a lot of people right now I hear talking about doing more commercial business. They're thinking about the long term. If you're in many of the states that are having problems or issues, if you will, whatever you want to call it, with personal lines, it makes you think about what you can do. Now, remember in one of the last two episodes that I mentioned, you should appreciate okay, you should appreciate the flexibility that you have in the insurance industry. You can pivot. Okay, pivoting is key in difficult times, and this might be a time you need to pivot into commercial insurance, or perhaps you already sell some, but you don't know how to grow your book of business. It's no problem. So let's talk about three easy methods to get new customers. Now, before I get started on the three methods, I want to mention something very important. I think 
that it will make everything easier if you start by picking a niche. That means a niche industry or a specific industry to which you want to market insurance. If you can't think of a niche, let's just rattle some off together right now. You could start with something like dry cleaners or pet stores or just look around the room where you are. What do you see here? I see lights. You could start with light manufacturers. I see wood products, wood manufacturers. If you live in a place where there's no manufacturing, there are probably stores that sell these products. You could start with something that is an office-based exposure, right? You could start with accountants' offices. You could start with, go ahead. Are you gonna guess? I hope you're guessing some more, come on. You could start with consulting offices, human resources consultants, management consultants, and you can niche down even more. Don't just say consultants insurance, be specific. Strategic planning consultants, like I said, management, human resources, business planning consultants. There are so many types of consultants. Now, personally, I would go with something easier even if the premiums aren't higher. Things that can be hard and competitive are those which which I see many agents marketing to. So things that I don't personally think I would market to if I was in this situation would be lawyers, doctors, architects, engineers. Those are going to be professional liability risks that can be harder to deal with and a lot of people market to them. I know this because when I went to an agent's convention, one of the first ones I went to, I was invited to something special. It was actually a private event, not a convention. And everybody there was selling to design professionals, meaning architects, engineers, interior designers, different types of planners. And I thought, wow, how competitive is this? I think I'll skip it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but also remember that those four that I mentioned, lawyers, doctors, architects, and engineers, those can be a bit more complicated, and you always wanna make sure that your E&O insurance covers that. Now, disclaimer, I'm not giving you any advice in any way. I'm just sharing some ideas that I've had. But if you are concerned about your own business, always make sure that your E&O insurance allows you to sell those products and that you have coverage for them. You'll have to speak to your agent about that and uh, discuss that with them. So, let's get started. Okay. Now that you've picked your niche, right? Let's say you've picked a niche industry. Let's think of something that might have some, some, kind, of, some kind of group that we could involve ourselves in, okay? So let's just pick a niche like tile floor contractors. Okay, so that gives you actually two potential businesses. There's the contractor that lays the tile flooring, and then of course there's the tile store. Those might interact together, which might give you referrals. Referrals are my favorite. Referrals are good in business. They're good in your personal life. For those of you who are dating, referrals are probably great too, right? It's like having a wingman or wingwoman, but in your business. So, step number one, or option number one, email people in the niche. Now, where do you get these email addresses? Where do you get this information? Well, there are different ways you can do it. First of all, you can search for a directory that's focused on that specific niche or industry. You can then contact the directory service if you want to and see if they will do an email blast to their subscribers. They might also have their emails available. Make sure, of course, that you're complying with any rules or regulations about emails. Make sure that you understand those in your state and wherever you're located and other issues that could potentially occur. But this, email has to be well 
crafted, okay? It has to show that you are focused on that industry. Let me give you an example of an email I don't think that I would want to open if I saw. If the subject said, business insurance. What? It reminds me of when agents email me the word, quote. But what did I think they were writing about? Did they want to ask about my haircut? Did they want to ask about my lighting setup here? I don't think so. I know they're writing about a quote, but they're not being specific. Now, when I see something very specific, it gets my interest, right? That's how emails get your interest. Okay, so let's think about that for a second. You could make something a little more specific, like business insurance for the flooring contract industry, or you could be even more specific. You could have general liability insurance for flooring contractors. You could have something more specific. General liability insurance for flooring contractors in South Carolina. Now, I arbitrarily picked that state because I was watching a tour video about South Carolina. And for those of you agents in South Carolina, looks like there's some cool stuff to see. You could be even more specific. You could put it in your city or in the city where they are located. You could be specific about different types of insurance that are available. The thing is, attention is very valuable. Okay, so if you don't understand what I'm saying here, we live in a world full of distractions. I'm currently surrounded by multiple lights. I find them moderately distracting. Now, think about having your phone, your tablet, your computer, people calling you, texting you, emailing you, messaging you, sending you Snapchats. I don't even know what's going on there. But think about that. You want to get someone's attention. What's valuable is your ability to get their attention. Okay, so the first thing is to use email with a niche. Now, in the email, I think it's important to be specific. Make your contact information readily visible and available. I have to repeat this. Make your contact information readily visible and available. I have seen emails that got my attention. I wanted to contact someone, but I couldn't even find their contact information. It was in a tiny font on the bottom. Were they joking? Next, make sure that you're addressing what you actually sell. Yes, not everybody sells every line of insurance. Do you sell cyber liability for contractors? Maybe. Maybe not. Do you sell pollution insurance? Uh, there's a good one. Now, that's a niche right there. Pollution insurance or pollution liability or environmental liability, depending on what you call it, that's something that contractors seem to need, but not everyone is marketing. Did you see the little light bulb? So now you've combined a niche industry with a niche product. Now. It's time for a little bit of a shameless plug. If you need access to cyber liability or you need access to pollution liability or environmental liability and you don't have access and you need someone to help you, why not sign up on yesbaker.com? That's a wholesaler that can help you with that. Y-E-S-B-A-K-E-R.com. There will be a link in the description below. Okay, now back to the plan. Let's talk about item number two. What is method number two? Calling, yes. Did you know that your little texting device, the thing, it's actually called a phone? It, it actually works as a phone. That thing that you text on and you email on and you use as a camera and you use as a map, it also works as a phone. Now, some of you have desk phones, so you can use that too. Okay, cold calling is not a pleasure for every person on earth. I understand. It's like 
cold approach in dating. It's like walking up to someone you've never met and asking them to go out. It's not easy, right? I understand. But cold calling is a time-tested method. Once again, make sure that someone isn't on some sort of list where you're not allowed to call them. Do all your checking and due diligence. Make sure that you're doing everything appropriately and within the rules. But I receive numerous cold calls and some of them get my attention. I talk to some other agents who tell me they'll call 50 people or more a day and that is how they still build their business. This is not an old conversation. I've talked to a lot of people who told me that they actively call or have people who call on their behalf, 50 or more people a day just trying to get a quote. And they tell me it works. Plus, it's a time-tested method. It's been around forever. You probably received some cold calls from a robot, but imagine if you got it from an actual human being. And if they're talking about something that you're actually interested in, it works. It works. Now, it's not perfect. If you call 50 people, are you going to get 50 quotes? No. What if you got 10% of them to get a quote from you? That'd be five new quotes in a day. That wouldn't be too shabby, would it? That would not be too shabby. That gives you a lot of potential. Okay, now let's talk about number three. Attend a convention or conference for the niche industry. Now, I love this. I love trade showing. Yes, it's a verb, trade showing, to go to trade shows, to go to conferences. But why? I know you're asking yourself, Dave, I don't want to go to a convention. I don't love conventions. I don't understand why you don't love them. Think about this. Let's say you go to a convention with 100 or 200 vendors, and then you have 1,000 attendees. Now, we were talking about something very specific, right? Tile flooring contractor insurance. What if you went to a convention just for contractors that work in that industry? What would you find there? Hmm. Could it be a thousand people who all work in the same industry who might be looking for insurance? You could build your contact list so quickly and so efficiently. The vendors will have contacts. The attendees will have contacts. Many of them will need insurance. Many will be in similar industries. Sure, the vendors might not be the contractors, but they might be in the same industry and then you could work with them. Perhaps they are distributors. Perhaps they are wholesalers. Perhaps they are retailers. Do you see how much opportunity is at a convention? Seriously, don't make me shake the camera. Do you see it? Or do you hear it? If you're not watching on YouTube, you should be watching on YouTube. But if you're listening on the podcast, think about this. Just see it. Just picture it. Let me close my eyes. Let's do it together. Ready? Okay, I pictured it. What did I see? Cha-ching! I see huge opportunity at conventions. You can build a massive contact list and start getting referrals and start developing a list of people with whom you can communicate about what you're offering and what you have available. The possibilities are endless. But when you go to a convention, be ready, okay? Don't just have business cards. Have a scannable QR code on your phone where people can get your contact information. Make sure that you remember to ask everyone for their contact information. Many people will provide business cards. Then, in a timely fashion, of course, you're going to want to go home or go back to your office and start contacting them. I think I'm going to make an episode about how to benefit from attending shows like this. It's been great for me. Now, fortunately, I happen to be located in a place where we have countless conventions. I would say it's probably the convention capital of the United States. And I would say that many of you are not that far away and the flights here are not that expensive. Okay, 
So those are my three methods. Let's recap them one more time. Before we talk about the methods, remember, the super, the super high-level thing is to pick a niche, okay? Or niche, if you want to say it with a French accent. Pick a niche. Choisy niche, okay? Next, let's go into the three methods. Email potential customers from a directory or other source that provides contact information. Next, use the telephone. And third, attend a trade show or convention. I think that if you do these things, and I have done these things in my lifetime to establish a book of business or to at least build up a book of contacts, I think that can help you grow your commercial insurance business, especially for those of you who don't have a book of business, who don't have a Rolodex or what's that old fashioned thing, a file of facts, or perhaps a database of contacts already, it can really help. As a bonus note, I would also consider contacting your current personal lines customers to ask if they own a business. I think you'll be surprised at just how many own a business. That might also roll into something else like, hey, do you need commercial auto insurance? Are you driving your personal vehicle for a business purpose? It's light bulb time again. There's so much opportunity in insurance. Be so thankful that you work in this industry. The PNC, the property and casualty insurance industry is awesome. You're a rock star, so be a rock star. All right. Now, before I end up this episode, what are you going to remember to do? Subscribe, like, and comment. The comments really help me. So drop some comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed and you're downloading and getting all the latest episodes on your podcast. And if you're on YouTube, once again, click that little notification bell. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me on Planet of the Agents. Make sure that you go to planetoftheagents.com to sign up for the newsletter and, of course, to contact me. I know some of you have questions and some fun comments. I love getting your messages. Take care, everyone. I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Planet of the Agents. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And head over to our website at planetoftheagents.com to sign up for our newsletter and get even more information on how to grow your insurance agency.